Greetings, dear friends. Welcome to Alatra TV India. More and more people understand that we need a global change of our society format to the creative one. But how do we envision the creative society? Do we want this society? Millions of people around the world are already acting. And today we are going to find out the vision of the creative society of our special guest. My name is Tatiana. And my co-host today is Olga. Welcome. Hello, everyone. It's very nice to meet you. And uh, thank you. Uh, today, our guest is Savio Rodriguez, founder and uh, editor-in-chief of Goa Chronicle. He's a political strategist and advisor and the author of Karmic Ishq. And uh, very nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, could you please tell us and our viewers a little bit about yourself? What inspires you uh, in your life, in your work? Thank you for having me here, Olga and Tatiana. It's, it's a pleasure to be on your program. Uh, a little bit about myself is that I grew up in the Middle East uh, from a very young age. And then I had a calling to come back to India when most of my family were moving forward to Canada and friends going to Australia. The reason I chose to come back to India was because I believe that I needed to contribute back to my country in the best way that I could instead of moving to another country. So in 2000, I came back to India and I've been here for 20 years, uh, 10 years in office was in Mumbai and 10 years now in Goa. And uh, I run several businesses in Goa because I'm a serial entrepreneur and I function more as a startup entrepreneur and an investor that looks at investing into good ideas to help uh, young minds to actually progress. And in that process, uh, at the initial stages of my business foray, I started an online news portal out of Goa called goachronicle.com. And that is the reason why I'm, I've got the, the appreciation and encouragement not only in Goa, but India and globally because of GoaChronicle.com. Now, Goa Chronicle is an online global news portal that is respected for its fearless journalism and more importantly, towards its efforts to make the world a better place. And that's how we are respected because we tell the truth the way truth is supposed to be told. There is no sugarcoating. There is no extra sensationalization to the truth. We rely on documents, we rely on hardcore evidences to bring out the truth. Our kind of journalism has been a journalism that has been appreciated because I think people in the world and most of people in India are looking, of, are looking out for journalism that inspires 
through truth rather than just the yellow journalism that seems to be around and people are afraid of they're not sure what the truth is you know so we're very happy with the blessings that the almighty has given us and and the graces that has allowed us to grow uh, this far and uh, i think we are i'm just driven by a mission to a better india and a better world and that's the only thing that drives me and i think the only way we can do that is if we become better humans and that's really uh, what inspires me so i might have name i might have popularity and there are a lot of people who follow me on social media and otherwise but all that matters only if i can bring about a constructive change in their thought process that if we have to become better individuals or we have to become better nations or better states or better uh, congregations of nations then we have to first learn to be better humans and that really is what drives me so in a nutshell that's what i am i am a human i am an indian and then i am the rest of the designation and the hats that i wear Yeah. yeah thank you so much mr rodriguez it's really great and uh, i think it will be very interesting for us today to have our conversation and to know your opinion about the creative society as we um, uh, understood from our uh, talk before our broadcast yeah. that the truth is the main point for you yeah, you, yeah. it's it's a gu- guideline for you in your life and really it's an honor to have you uh, at our broadcast today So and our first question is uh, thank you and so what unites all people in the world regardless of any affiliations any statuses what do we all have in common humanness we are all connected by our humanness you see tatiana if you take out the baggages that we carry the baggages of our religion the baggages of our caste the baggages of our nation and we make people stand absolutely naked do you know what is the commonality in all of us it's our human nature our humanness if you were born in russia there is a reason why you are born in russia there is a purpose why you would be born in russia if you were born in america there is a purpose why you were born there if i am born in india there is a purpose that i am born here so my caste my religion my nation is predestined for a purpose but what is common and links all of us is our human nature the humanity in us because you know what it wouldn't matter to me if you were russian lying on the road hurt and injured it is the human in me that will reach out to you to take you to the hospital and say listen this person's injured let me help them so you know what connects every one of us humanity human nature humanness and you know why that happens is because inside most humans even the worst people there exists a quality of love and love binds everybody the greatest quality that derives itself out of humanness is love and when you see a person injured when you see a person hurt when you see a person traumatized when you see a person in tears it stirs out an emotion in you and that comes out of love so let's assume for a moment you and i are traveling in a plane we don't know each other we are talking for the first time right but let's say we were traveling on a plane and we have a we have an injury that happens so the plane 
has a crash and we are about three or four survivors from different countries around the world do you think at that stage our religion our caste our nation would make any difference no Absolutely. what we would be looking at is surviving as humans relying on each other to survive and to move on from that tra tra trauma so the basic essence to life is humanity the time we start seeing each other as humans is a time when we realize that everything else is an illusion that the world puts upon you an illusion that hey i have to think uh, because i went to say the harvard college i have to think in a particular way because i come from india a person sitting in the us thinks i think in a particular way you know so these are preconceived illusions and mirages and and make believes that people create but the truth is an indian in india a russian in russia an american in america the commonality in all of them is the humanity and they will act by love if they are people who have love inside of them there is no god that can change that the greatest god is human is in my view thank you so much for your answer i agree with you absolutely and uh, sometimes we looking at each other and uh, looking on the outside we forget about inside and that we are all the same that we are human first of all and uh, nowadays uh, more and more people are voicing that in order to create really comfortable conditions for every person we need to change the format of uh, our society to a creative one yes. uh, in In one of your uh, interviews, you said that uh, you want to create a better world for your children, for yes. for people. And so, how do you envision such a creative society where you, your family, and every person in the world would be comfortable to live? What is this this world where your children will be happy? You see, one of the biggest problems in this world is not the physical boundaries that divide us. it is the mental boundaries that divide us the physical boundaries are are boundaries for example like your home okay i live in my home and i will protect my home as much as i can but let's say a guest comes into my home and the guest wants to come and spend a good time he's welcome into my home so i i understand he comes into my house because of of a understanding he and i have as far as mental understanding is concerned but today when you look around the world and what's happening around the world people are fighting over territory people are fighting over uh, religion people are fighting over various other beliefs that are ingrained or put into them and that's why they are creating a world or a society that has lost its creativity but what it is doing is taking them towards an abysmal pit which is a dark space where hate is propagated more than hope where fear is propagated more than hope when love should be really the propagating principle of life because eventually at the end of the day if you are sitting where you are olga you don't change as an individual right even though i'm sitting where i am in goa that's the problem the problem are the boundaries the problem are those boundaries are created by our mental boundaries that is why today we will say uh, you will have a group of religious people like le let's say the islamists the fundamentalists in islam 
would go out saying that hey listen you know i want to convert people to islam why because my religion teaches you that you are you are supposed to be a follower of islam same with the conversion people of catholic or christian faith okay we are going to convert you because we believe we have got the right way that's not how it works it doesn't work that way religion as you look at all the wars most of the wars are based on religion most of the wars are based on territory because today for example an in india and pakistan that were one were divided on the basis of religion that's why a lot of the muslims went to pakistan and most most while most factually there are more muslims in india than there are in pakistan so it's not like india is against the muslims that's completely a false narrative that's been played out the point is you know what where i get this belief from i get it because i live in india in india this 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 concept of division material division does not exist because most of us are actually quite happy living in different communities cohesively together you know when i came into india from living in dubai and and in the middle east it was a great place to live and you had a lot of lot of freedom in your own rights but i realized the value of humanity when i came into india why because i experienced let's say the mumbai floods in the mumbai floods when the entire entire bombay was flooded you know people came out to help each other irrespective of the religion mm-hmm. irrespective of the caste you know i walked from nariman point to andheri my house during the flood okay there were there was lot of water you know some of the water had receded some of them were stroll you know uh, wading in in water which was chest deep water and you had people out there helping out people did that matter what a person's religion caste is all these narratives are created by people who want to divide humanity and i think the bet- better society will happen when people like you me create a creative society because creative people are not destructive so through writing through paintings through music through poetry through mil- films we have to spread the message of unite unity you have to spread the message that the world is a will be a better place if we work together rather than against each other that's the way you create a society so for me the first step is to create a creative society in goa then scale it up to india then scale it up to the to asia then scale it up to the rest of the world that's the yes. way forward i agree with you so main boundaries are inside our inside our heads correct there is no boundaries yes thank you yeah and i also wanted to add that it is so um appreciate that you said that we should act together not against each other that is happening yeah but we should act together to to be united to reach our goal yeah to build this creative society on our place and then as you said like uh, scale it to the whole world okay. for example tatiana let me let me let me give you an example okay i'm a very hard nationalist of my nation okay and i will stand up for my nation against any foreign power who's coming to attack my nation right so let's say as a soldier if i'm standing on the battlefield my job as a soldier would be to fight for the nation but i don't hate the person at the other end i am doing my duty so what i would want to do is not scale up battles 
I would want people to realize that listen, lot can be done with negotiation and dialogue rather than war. Because Much eventually, more. eventually we are all reasonable people. We've been blessed with wisdom. We've been blessed with brains. Most importantly, we are blessed with a heart to, to get you to reach reason out with people. Hate is never an answer. Love is always the answer. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, your ideas, what you are saying, your words—they are very close to the ideas of the Creative Society. Actually, and our next question will be about the eight foundations of the Creative Society. And uh, before we ask you to comment on them, let's watch a short video about how these eight foundations were formed. Sure. Technical support. Could you please show us this? This video? Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys interviews, conferences, and well, we talked to many people really all over the world. These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. So, Mr. Rodriguez, could you please comment on the eight foundations of the Creative Society? What is your opinion? Maybe you would like to talk about some of them in particular or about all of them in general? Uh, the most important foundation of the Creative Society is human life itself. You know, we're doing this so that human life gets better. Today, what distinguishes a human from any other creation of God is intellect. It's a certain degree of intellect that gives us an added advantage to behave like humans and not like monsters, right? Somewhere down the road, we have lost the value and which to me, the one of the most important foundations or the fundamentals of what your creative society is all about is to preserve the, the human life in its fullest, whether it's a child, whether it's a woman, whether it's a vulnerable adult, whether it's an old senior citizen, human life is imperative at every stage. They add value, they add energy to every existence. You see, we, are co we coexist together. You might think you're alone, but really we are different cells that fuse together to form a larger cell. It's like, it's like the atoms, right? All different atoms come together and you create a, a, a major uh, element or product, right? It's the same thing with human life. Human life is of different people coming together and creating a society. 
so we have to preserve human life we have to respect human life we have to protect human life and most importantly we need to respect human life so a person does not matter if he is lame if he is blind if he is black if he is white if he is if he is an hispanic if he is a german it doesn't matter what matters at the end of the day is that he is alive so when i see somebody irrespective of their color irrespective of their religion i see the humanity in him so to me saving his life fighting for him through my vocation which is journalism becomes my prerequisite so to me human life is one of the most important foundations of the creative society with that follows human freedom with that follows human safety with that follows you know transparency and openness of information because you truth that again was what we come to we come down to truth right today people need to know the truth because people need to make informed decisions they cannot be living a life of illusions today look look at the world i mean you need to look at the world around you to see how much of negativity is there everything media tells you is negative that sometimes you feel whether life is worth living the covid situation so many millions of cases so many people dying but did anybody think about the fact that many people recovered did many people think about the fact how people got together in in societies and communities to work be there for each other nobody talks about that there were people who were there were there were youngsters here in goa they were actually bringing up groceries for senior citizens going to their houses giving them food because they could not come out and more more susceptible to the covid uh, corona virus does people talk about that of humanity the world on the media only wants to tell you humanity is dead and you know what humanity can never die because inside more every human is a soul is a heart for good you just have to touch that bit of that person if you feed him with hate he will hate but if you feed a human with love with hope with joy that is what he takes or she takes forward to the world and that is why every human life is important so for me the entire creative society works on a very simple principle even though you have eight foundations to it the principle of human life is the single profound foundation that makes every difference in a creative society because the creative person values life a creative person understands life and a creative person knows how to communicate how he sees life as whether it is through art through movies through songs in the end a creative person you know it's it's like music for example i love music right so whenever i look at i read things that are bad and i i'm feeling really low about it i get to music and i listen to the through some creative music and i feel better so creative society is when you get people to think artistically you get them to think creatively on various issues around the world that is when at least the hate will be eradicated the problem with the world is hate the creative society's role is to spread love and hope that's where we succeed thank you so much and the, the that was the first foundation and uh, it's really 
close to my heart to the human value of the human life because even if we start from ourselves and we value our life then we value everybody else's life we understand Correct. the value of this life and how can we act disrespectful to someone if we respect our own life and uh, for those who never heard about uh, eight foundations for those viewers who never heard of it i want i just want to mention that uh, all the foundations you can read an article on the website alatraunites.com and uh, all eight foundations and uh, every foundation adds to the whole picture of the creative society and uh, but this this value of the human life it's just on the top of the pyramid you know without it um, everything will be not working the way it's supposed to and uh, as we came to the topic of the information you um in mass media sphere and uh, could you please uh, elaborate on this topic information what role and what 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 role does it play in society information we share I, information we yeah I, i think information plays a very crucial role in society and media and people who are in the media business and in the information broadcasting or uh, dissemination uh, disseminating business uh, need to be thoughtful of the kind of information that they put out information needs to be truthful number one number two information has to be corrective in nature which means you can point out to a crime you can point out to a corruption but it makes no difference unless you have got a creative solution or a constructive solution to it it's like it's like people saying we hate this president we hate that prime minister we hate this system but what are you doing to correct that system what is it that you hate about it so what is something better that you can recommend it's not a you see humanity cannot evolve without correction correction comes from criticism but criticism has to be constructive criticism in order for change to be brought about now if i'm going to like you get many activists on social media and otherwise also in media whose core job is just to criticize you know everything about the world is bad the government is bad the world is bad covid is bad you know uh, the pope is bad god is bad the devil is bad everybody is bad that's their job right now if you ask anybody what is the good that you can do in all the bad you're telling me they will never normally not have an answer because they don't think in that manner right the a true person who wants to bring about a change will see the problem and give you the solution to that problem Yes, if you don't have the solution, all you're doing is barking, and that's not going to get you anywhere, right? So the point is, information has to teach the world that there is less amount of hate and more amount of hope. You know, I'll give you a classic example. If I write a negative story, you know, which talks about. Uh, somebody being killed and and some uh, major person involved in it it will just go viral like wildfire okay mm -hmm. if i write a story that talks about how you should live life better that will stay there and only few followers of savio rodrigues will read it it doesn't go so what does that mean it means that the world likes to read bad news more than good news 
pick up any newspaper in the world any news portal in the world and you will realize that 80 to 85% of most of the news is bad news not positive good news that's so why is that so but why do yeah why <laughs> why do people like to read bad news to know bad news to, be, to know bad information why does it and do not want so to fast okay yeah let, uh, let me tell you what i believe i'm not saying i'm right i'm just telling you what what i think happens uh people don't like good news because they cannot correlate to good news okay when i mean what i mean let me explain if something is going bad in somebody else's life and not in your life you are content with the fact that your life is better than the other person so when you read the newspaper that says bad news or this has happened to some person you empathize with that person you sympathize with that person but at the back of your head you're like oh thank god it's not happened to me do you understand the psychology of it mm-hmm. the fear that drives you that that fear you see you are happy that you are not the person who was beaten up by a bunch of goons but you get a great pleasure in reading it because hey it tells you society is bad you've got something to complain about you know humans by nature like to complain more than they like to praise that's human nature they complain more than they praise and that happens because of the constant feeding of information what is what does history tell you history will tell you more about wars in your textbooks than about good does history tell you that hey listen this nice person who was not a political leader who was not a warrior did something good for the country like let's say in india somebody built uh, dams around the country but nobody wrote about it but they wrote about the fact that there were moguls who came in invaded india british came in invaded india but they never wrote about the warriors that fought for india or did good for india in terms of science or ayurveda or various things so history teaches you that war and fear it's all boils down to that the more fear i spread the more i control you the more hope i give you that is what media is so information propaganda what happened with the with the burst of social media is now suddenly everybody is is in a position to share his views whether it's right or wrong whether it can be verified or not whether it's fake or true so it creates more pandemonium on the entire issue do you know how many whatsapp messages will go let's say if you're an islamic radical and you want to create trouble how many messages will go in the group of islamic radicals to create trouble if you if you are say somebody who's an extremist of a different nature an anarchist of a different nature all you do is use social media and use whatsapp to spread hate the amount of hate that is on social media you you map it for yourself why are we not talking good is is everything about society hate i don't think so so that answer will come with a creative society olga and tatiana when we start putting more information out 
in the open for people to think positive we should create the demand for good news yes. demand yes. for good news and uh, don't feel like don't be so selfish to feel bad that someone's doing better than good. you yes right yes so be happy for other person <laughs> and develop ourselves and uh, so it's like we have to do some self developing too yeah. no most importantly yeah, what is the purpose of information the purpose of information is to educate at least for me the purpose of information cannot be to propagate that's where the thing gets wrong information is meant to educate to make people make get in make informed decisions but it's being used as a tool to propagate so one political party will use that tool against another political party and thereby creating a division one country will use it against another country thereby creating a division in the end what is each of the them trying to do they are trying to con control your mind space if i control your mind let's say for example in the entire covid situation okay the one country that got completely lambasted was china right the chinese people are not bad let's assume you have a friction with the chinese government and there should be investigations to the origin of the corona virus but by saying that it doesn't mean the entire people of china are bad no mm -hmm. you understand but when you keep continuing with propagating saying china 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 intrinsically a human will say okay the chinese is bad so let's not do business with him no that i That's don't agree true. with it's like it's, it's like what you it's like what the us did to the muslim community right when the bomb when the terror attack happened the uh, 911 happened they ostracized everybody in the muslim community and anybody who seemed to be from the muslim community yeah why so did you again, do that as you said about this uh, that working against people yeah not not with people together but uh, to create some kind of an enemy of other yes. community yeah and yes. to, to um, yeah to make people against and on this basis also develop more fear in people and more misunderstandings and I agree. and hatred as you mentioned yeah all this yes. stuff i think the world wants i think certain there are certain people in society in the world that wants to control the narrative across the globe that narrative is controlled by hate not hope hate mm -hmm. not love hate sells hate allows for war hate allows for division hate allows for selling of weapons hate allows for selling of the uh, ideas that are destructive in nature the problem is as long as there are people who propagate hate there will always be war therefore we have to propagate love so and mr rodriguez uh, the question which is somehow connected with uh, the um, idea of information with the topic of information movie industry what is the role of movie industry in the forming of people's mi mindset and behavioral patterns in the society so I what should be the format well i can tell you about the indian film industry yeah i i can tell you about the indian film industry 
I'll tell you one of the Bollywood, which is a very popular film industry uh, world over. A lot of people like Bollywood, but there is an interesting intrinsic problem with Bollywood that exists. For example, Bollywood over the last decades or so have been creating a very negative impression about uh, Hindu principles, Sanatan Dharma principles, thereby further driving hate between Hindus, Muslims, and Christians. For one, okay. The other aspect is that it creates a, a division in society in terms of cultural values. Just as you have uh, culture in India, which is prerequisite, a lot of Bollywood goes against the cultural values in the behavior, in the manner in which they go about some of the movies, not all of it, right? So, when, for example, when you are showing a person in a movie, let's say there's a movie in which an atrocity is shown towards a person who's a Muslim. I'm not saying that there have never been divisions that have happened on the basis of religion in India. Communal tension has happened on the basis of religion. Who will continue to happen on the basis of religion? Because some wounds in India are deep-rooted wounds created by people who wanted to inflict those wounds. All they do now is they put salt on those wounds and allow it to stir. So when a movie when when a movie is made on a, on on atrocities towards Muslim women uh, and uh, men. You're going to have some sort of reaction because they're only showing you one side of the story. The story is holistically. If you were to ask me, because I, I let me say that quite openly, a lot of people over the last couple of years have been spreading this this notion internationally that India is divisive towards communities that are minority oriented, and the answer that's not true. India is not divisive towards the minorities. Simply because no Indian, irrespective of whether he's a Muslim, Hindu, Christian, Parsi, Sikh, you have to live in a community in India to know how people in different religions behave with each other. If you come to Goa, for example, I can tell you without a doubt you will not be able to distinguish a Muslim, a Hindu, and a Christian from each other. They're all the same. They dress up the same way also. Right, so it's all a perception creation at a ground level in India. So what media does is media shows you the glamour of of India, devoid of their cultural uh, uh, values. So they play up one religion against the other, they play up one caste against the other, so that you start creating divisions in your head. You know, okay, uh, this movie is against, uh, say, uh, Dalits and and Brahmins. This movie is against Hindus and Muslims, but in all actuality, if you look at it at a base level, there really isn't a division. There is a perception of a division that stirs up the wounds that exist. You understand? the The problem is, movies instead of uniting people, tend to spread division for ulterior motives. People are movie freaks in India. Everybody loves movies. I'm sure in 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 other parts of the world, everybody loves movies because it's a it's a it's it's sort of a relief from your high tension life. So you watch a movie to to have fun, to have entertainment. But sometimes that entertainment can have subtle messages. That entertainment can have have very dividing messages. For example, do you know how many movies in Bollywood? 
have made fun of of hindu gods and goddesses many do you know how many bollywood movies have made fun of islamic god or christian god none why because they're scared that there will be a repercussion but they but they don't they they believe that the hindus are not going to do anything to them so continue to make fun of their gods do you understand that's how you spread hate because what you are doing is inside the mind of the hindu he is seeing that a muslim person who's funded the movie has purposely made fun of the hindu gods in order to show him that you can't do anything about it so he's filling himself with rage and that rage will come out at one point of time that rage will come out have you seen any of the hollywood movies almost every movie us is the hero in every bollywood movie almost all the us government is the hero and in my personal opinion the us government is the biggest lucifer in the world more dangerous than china as us so uh, we got to the point that information is the power by by uh, showing certain movies giving certain way of information on radio tv and other social resources we actually form in people this uh, you know like templates how to yeah. think about who and what should we think and if we don't have our critical thinking and if we don't uh, have our own experience like of uh, having conversation with muslim for example like i know that muslim people are very peaceful and if i don't have this uh, experience of my own i will actually think that uh, they're not that good of a people and of uh, this is really important that uh, to understand this you know the media uh, should uh, know this responsibility Uh, that they have on themselves what they show to other people what they raising in people uh, range or uh, love and uh, so the construction uh, solution i see here is we should emphasize love moral values more humanness in movies everywhere and if yes. we show some bad news because we know reality uh, there is bad situations in the world and different uh, situations uh, like climate and so on and we should show always the way out and what can we do all together to help what can we do all together to find solution right i agree completely i think the i think information and the communication tools available to people today are the greatest tools available to spread messages of love and hope mm-hmm. they need to be used to do that should we should we change that of course we should there should be more movies that are positive there should be more movies that show the truth in order to bring a corrective change you know everybody talks about movies in the manner that you know sometimes they are entertaining so you go there you watch it and you leave your mind outside and you relax and you come out and then there are some movies that show you the really terrible aspects of life the fact is at the end of the day the most important thing is what do you do with your tools of communication to spread positivity to spread hope because honestly olga this world 
needs a lot of hope and love to get out of the negative situation it is in there's hate spreading all over i don't think muslims are bad i don't think anybody is bad the truth of the matter is everybody has good inside of them unfortunately we are being blinded by hate for various reasons and we fall prey to that hate yes i agree with you i just wanted to say that uh, that's what this project is about the creative society this project meant to unite people we having broadcasts every day to communicate with each other to communicate with different countries with representatives of different countries to hear them out to uh, hear their opinion about what we each of us what can what can we do start from ourselves and what we, what we can do to change this world what can we do to bring people together what are the solutions in different spheres of life like like your uh, field of work is uh, mass media your journalist and you are sharing your opinion you're sharing your uh, life uh, position in in this sphere and you bringing us some new understandings of what actually could be done in media to ch start changing the world because information is the power right now especially right. when we all sitting home on quarantine what we have we have tv radio and internet and what we share what we watch what we read what we how we communicate with each other actually forming the world right now yes and, i agree uh, with you and so uh, w maybe you can um, clarify like in maybe a few words uh, so what each person which what each person can start with in order to build such a society the creative society no olga uh, okay i come from the christian community my family are very uh, very proud and very uh, devout uh, christian but i will visit a temple and visit it with devotion i will visit a mosque and visit it with devotion because those are the beliefs of the friends that i have who are also an extension of my family and that's where it starts i will sit in a five star hotel with a ceo of a company and behave in the same manner as i would with with a with a with say a poor person who doesn't have food to eat at a footpath and i provide him with that food and i will sit with him and then eat the same food that he eats because i bought that food for him i don't see a distinction between any of that simply because i have been brought up in my life and my sanatan dharma principles that comes from my country teaches me that every human is a result of his dharma and his karma karma means his works right i am in a particular position in life today because god decided to be kind to me in order to do things if i am in this position of power and responsibility then i must understand what that power and responsibility is and do unto others what i want others to do to me which means i need to be good to others it's like the bible says right love your neighbor as yourself so after i love myself 
I must also complete the second act, which is love my neighbor as myself. So I think it starts from there. It starts with your community. It starts with your home. So principally, I have brought up my children to look at every human as humans and not by religion. You know, if I'd ever managed to do it, I would consider it to be a victory that I remove religion from documents as far as India is concerned. You know, I want religion removed out of documents around the world. Simply because it does not matter to a nation whether that person is a Hindu or a Muslim or a Christian. What should matter to a government of a nation is that that person is your citizen first. That is his religion. You know? So one of the things I always want to do, at least as far as India is concerned, is to remove religion from documents in order for people to know that, hey, listen, this guy is a citizen more than he's Muslim or a Hindu. So I think it starts at home. So for us as individuals, or for me and my team, we have people of different religions that work with us. We work with people with different religions. And I don't see no difference in any of them. They're all my people. They're all my family. It's same with friends. I would go to celebrate Eid as I would go to celebrate Diwali, as I would go to celebrate Christmas. And that's where it starts. I listen to, I listen to uh, Sufi music. I listen to Hindu hymns, I listen to Christian hymns, I listen to Jewish hymns. That's how it starts because I don't see, you see where the problem is, is the religion which tells you that my religion is better than your religion and my God is better than your God. You know, and that's so, that's so hilarious because eventually you yourself propagate that God created everybody, right? And if God created everybody, why would he create a distinction then? It's like saying a parent, I have two daughters. Okay. I tell my elder daughter, I love you the most. And I tell my younger daughter, because you are not the first child, you are not considered important to me. You think God would ever do that? If there was, if there was ever this concept of real God, I don't think God created religion. That's my personal belief. I think God created spirituality. Spirituality goes beyond religion. Spirituality goes towards humanity. If I can find the God in me, I can see the God in you. The problem is people are not finding the God in themselves. Therefore, they cannot see the God in you. It's as simple as that. It's actually the same. If you read uh, even what Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, is exactly similar to Sanatana Dharma principles, which came much before what Jesus said. So the world was actually very united. Most of the hate and all happened much later. We need to get back to our roots. And I believe, and I personally believe, coming from Christian faith, that the Sanatan Dharma principles of India, if that is propagated across the world, it will make the world a peaceful place. Not any other religion. It is a Sanatana Dharma. Sanatana Dharma is not a religion. It's a way of life. Right. So we are actually united and only people separate. By God, yeah. we are all united. Yeah, And only people yeah. with their yeah, behavior uh, and um, actions yeah, separate each, uh, each other. From, we, we are separated because of ourselves. And, yeah, and we should of return course. to this unity, uh, original unity, which... We have um, discussed today yeah, that yeah, uh, humanity. 
Tatiana, I'll share with you a very interesting story. It is, it's very controversial, but I'll share it. I don't know if you've read the Bible, Olga and Tatiana, but I'll tell you a very interesting incident in the Bible. That incident is the Tower of Babel. Okay? In the Tower of Babel, if you go by what is written in the Genesis book, it clearly talks about humanity being together, of one mind, one language, one thought. And that is why they were building a tower to go to reach God or gods, as the Bible says. And the gods looked at the people and said, the supposed gods looked at the people and said, hey, listen, you know, they are all of one mind, one thought, one vision. And now they are building the Tower of Babel and they'll come to the heavens. So what did the gods do? The gods confused the language. Do you understand? The gods confused the language. Mm -hmm. By confusing the language, they could never think as one. It's a story in the Genesis of the Bible. In the Bible. And I always questioned the priest. I said, why would your God that you talk about do that? So we should remember our original language. Language of love, kindness yes. and humanity. That's right, the only the language. That is the only language. You know, a mother would love a child sitting in Russia the same way that the mother would love a child sitting in India. Would the, does that change? No, it doesn't. No, love. it doesn't because, yes, we don't take this, the place to be born. Correct. We don't take the, the country where we're going to be born. Correct. You are born there for a purpose. Now, let's say you're a mother in Russia and I'm a father of my children in India. Am I any different? The love, the protection, that care, the fearless uh, determination for their future. Would that change because you're in Russia and because I'm in India? It doesn't change, no? no. So what is that? We have all, all the same values. We have the, values the same values. The, same. the values are always the same. And that values is exactly what I said at the start. Humanness. Humanity. Mm -hmm. Human nature. Intrinsically all over the world. It's the same. Yeah. That's yeah. a great message. That's Absolutely. a great message yeah. to our viewers. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Rodriguez. And uh, as we are finishing our broadcast, which is completely... Enriching, very interesting, very profound. Uh, so, and as a tradition, we ask our guests to continue our chain of interviews as we are testing our theory, the theory of six handshakes in our broadcast. Yes, which said that all people are connected with each other through five or less uh, social connections. So, to continue this chain of creative interviews, would you please um, tell us who you would like to see in our future broadcasts? And maybe become a co-host <laughs> at this broadcast. Well, I, I have many people in India that I'm connected to who have very, uh, very humanistic look at outlook to life. Okay, there are people who have been successful, and there are people in life, and there are people who have been average successful in life, uh, which, which makes India such an interesting place. You know, I, I must share this, Tatiana. I never had this uh, craze for India, okay? When I was very young, 
because I have, uh, I come, I'm a Rodriguez, right? Savio Rodriguez coming from Goa. So I have Portuguese ancestry, okay, uh, in me, if you go into the history of Goa. So all my life, till about the age of nine, I would always say that I'm a foreigner, I'm not an Indian, I'm a foreigner, I'm not an Indian. You know, I'm Portuguese. And then my granddad, my, my mother's uh, uh, father, when I came for a holiday to Bombay, uh, and I was going about this, this drama and this tape record, I'm a foreigner, I'm a foreigner, and all you guys are Indians. He started laughing. He said, come here. I want to tell you something. I said, okay, what is it? So he says, you know, now you must be thinking you are a foreigner, but there will come a time in your life that Bharat Mata, which is Mother India, will call you and you will leave everything that you are doing to give her your best. So I laughed at him. I told him, I said, you will, you will go faster to God before I will ever go get there. You know, there's no way I'm coming back to India. I used to hate India. I used to hate it. I'm telling you, that's the truth. I've spoken about it at a speech once. And then in 1999, when my family was moving on to Canada and other places, I just had this urge. I could not fill my papers for Canada. I have to go back to India. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what business I was going to run. I didn't know nothing. I just said I had to come back to India. And I came. And the same boy who would not leave his shoes outside somebody's house because he thought somebody would rob his shoes. The same boy who would not travel on a, in a bus because there were so many crowded people in a bus. And I felt that I would get robbed or mugged or my shirts would smell. It's the same boy now who will fight and give his life for India simply because I've understood that there's so much of value in my culture, so much of values in Sanatan Dharma that I will take to the rest of the world. And that values of Sanatan Dharma is humanness, is love, is hope, and it's joy. You know, so I will give you the names of the people once we get offline. You know, I'll give you five, ten people that I would like to interview along with you, as you said, as a co-host. And most importantly, the change that India brought over, bought in me, the humanness that India brought in me, came from the very roots of this country. And that is really why I love this country so much. I was not this. This was not the Savio 20 years ago. Thank you so much for sharing this. And thank you again for such a beautiful interview, such an enriching conversation. Uh, so many understandings. I'm really thankful for you to be here today with us. And uh, I want to... I want to mention to our viewers that it's uh, very easy to uh, join the project Creative Society. All you need to go to a website, click, choose the language, choose join button.
Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so again. much. God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.